Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. You must test negative. You must wear a mask, of course, but... Fans will be able to attend indoor sporting events later this month. It's 10% of capacity. I'm Marla Diamond at Madison Square Garden. Got your shot already? Then the CDC says there's no need to quarantine anymore. CVS and Walgreens open today across the area for shots, and more people can get them now. Next up for the COVID vaccine in Connecticut. You can start signing up for those who are 65 and above. I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. Joe Connolly has examples of how companies are expanding now. We'll hear about plans from Senators Schumer and Booker to federally legalize cannabis as a matter of social justice. The Nets' final home game before fans return, a bounce-back win. A lob for Jordan, another emphatic right-hand jam. This is Brad Heller. We'll also dip into the News Radio archives for this date's milestones, and a year ago today was an ominous day. This is Thursday, February 11th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good to have you along with us on Thursday morning. It's going to be a brighter day after the snow gets out of the way. A lot of us are seeing some right now, and 1 to 3 is our call before it does clear up today. More about that in a second. We have new guidance from the CDC this morning. It's that if you got your vaccine, and so far about 10% of us have, if you got your vaccine, you do not need to quarantine if you are exposed to the coronavirus. More about getting those shots in a moment. New York is reopening sports venues, meaning the real-life people can replace those cardboard cutouts in places like Madison Square Garden, where Marla Diamond is live this morning. Marla, good morning. What's the fine print on this? Well, Wayne, Wayne, it's a small but uh, significant step forward in the recovery of the city, the recovery of the economy of the state. Governor Cuomo announcing yesterday that indoor sports venues like Madison Square Garden and the Barclays Center will open their doors to fans later this month. It's 10% of capacity for arenas 10,000 and above, which is what this is addressing. A negative PCR test with face coverings, with social distancing. So there's your fine print. Not too many people will be able to grab tickets to these events. The state has already granted approval for fans to attend a February 23rd game at the Barclays Center, and the Knicks announced they plan to allow about 2,000 fans to attend home games here at the Garden starting that same night when the Knicks take on the Warriors. Marla, what are you hearing about uh, Barclays Center doubling as a mass vaccination site? 
Well, the, the governor has uh, approved uh, these mass vaccination sites uh, at uh, arenas. Obviously, they had the one at, at Yankee Stadium. Uh, the city field vaccination site opened yesterday. And uh, Mayor de Blasio says that he's in talks with Barclays Center about opening a mass vaccination site there. There had been some complaints that vaccinations were not getting deep into neighborhoods that are sort of transit deserts uh, where people cannot get over to the uh, main stadiums. So yesterday, the governor announced that York College in Jamaica and Medgar Evers College in Brooklyn will both vaccinate some 3,000 people a day beginning February 24th. Marla, when it comes to vaccinations, no state has done better than Connecticut in rolling out those shots. And today, a new demographic can sign up. Let's go live to Stanford. Sean Adams. Sean, good morning. Who's eligible and what do they have to do? Well, up to this point, the demographic was 75 and up in Connecticut. Now folks 65 and up can get their COVID shot. Here's Governor Ned Lamont. You're going to be able to sign up. You'll be you'll be contacted by your health care provider. You'll go to ct.gov, COVID vaccine, and um, they will be available. The state website has links to providers like some of the big health systems, Stanford Health, Yale New Haven, Hartford Health. So uh, you can actually go on, shop around, find a location near you. 350,000 people eligible in this group. The governor expects sometime in March they will get through this group and be able to move on to educators and other essential workers. Wayne? Sean, thank you. By the way, so they're opening up more pharmacies for shots. Yes, this is a big deal. So initially, CBS and Walgreens, they were instrumental. Uh, they went in person to nursing homes and long-term care facilities. More than half of the 75 and up population has been vaccinated. Uh, so that uh, group has slowed down. Uh, so the pharmacies now, they are able to open their doors. CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, they're all getting doses. And you'll be able to make an appointment through their websites. All right, that's big. Thank you, Sean. They're also opening up the CVSs and Rite Aids, et cetera, for vaccines in New Jersey today, but you have to have an appointment, and not all locations have them, so got to check and see if they have supply at that moment. Uh, New York is saying which CVSs have them. That's 32 CVSs statewide, including three on Long Island. That's Bethpage, Mattituck, and Manorville. And Nassau County opens its third county-run vaccination site tomorrow. It's LIU Post, Brookville. County Exec Laura Curran is hoping that the supply won't be too strained come Monday when people with comorbidities join the list. This includes people with underlying health conditions. These include cancer, kidney disease, lung disease, heart conditions. No note needed. You're expected to be honest. And she told our afternoon roundup that Nassau Coliseum may open for vaccinations, not to mention Islanders hockey when those venues are allowed to reopen this month. It is the Thursday morning news roundup. Stock futures indicating a uh, higher open this morning. Joe Connolly is here right now with some examples of how companies are expanding, Joe. First of all, they have bought a company called Auto Taxi Cab for Uber to connect Uber riders with cabs for a fee if they don't have enough Uber drivers, and they say they may not when the pandemic wanes. iRobot is cashing in on demand for cleanliness. iRobot says, sign up to get the dirt on our new products, including Roomba mops, better filters, and edge-sweeping brushes, and specials and discounts for nurses and first responders through iRobot. Twitter wants to get into the newsletters business and also let users post some content that readers would have to pay to open up, and Twitter would get a commission. 
Bumble and Match dating sites now both want to start services to connect people with shared non-dating interests. Match says that business is growing faster than the dating business. You may have heard of Clubhouse, the fast-growing audio-only audio only social networking app aiming to be more civil than call-in talk radio. Now Facebook and Twitter are thinking of starting audio chat rooms too. If your business is expanding its services and growing, send me a note on Twitter, no charge, or email by going to WCBS880.com to connect and contact us near the top of the page at WCBS880.com. Joe, thank you. Hey, was the boss's bust really necessary, or were they making an example of him? That's next on The Roundup. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now the Morning News Roundup, the exergen forecast. Here's Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen. And the back edge of the snow is starting to move on out of the region, and uh, hopefully conditions will start to improve somewhat. A little extra time also to get a little more sand and salt on the roadways where it is needed. It is still snowing lightly across parts of Nassau and Suffolk. It seems to have uh, gotten out of the the coastal sections of Connecticut. It's over the Sound now and dropping on down. And uh, there is still accumulating snow in southern New Jersey, but that's not coming up. That's also pushing off to the east. So snow ending this morning. Clouds should break for some sun for a while this afternoon. High 32 to 36. Partly cloudy, very cold tonight, though. Down to around 20 in the city and 10 or so, 10 to 15 in the suburbs. So whatever melts during the day today could easily refreeze or will refreeze tonight. Clouds, some sun, a chance of a flurry Friday, 25 to 30. And the weekend starts okay, but ends with yet another storm. Right now in the city, we have 26, humidity 81%, and a northeast wind up to 12 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, February 11th, one year ago today, 2020, the day we first heard that word. It came from the World Health Organization. We now have a name for the disease, and it is COVID-19. 2019, a New York jury convicts Joaquin El Chapo Guzman on all 10 federal crimes. U.S. Attorney Richard Donahue said the government can't undo the devastation El Chapo's drugs caused. But we can ensure that he spends every minute of every day of the rest of his life in a prison here in the United States. 2013 Grammy Award. Someone like you, again. Best pop solo, song of the year, record of the year, album of the year. Um, thank you. I just want to um, say um, to all the other girls and all us females doing this, we work so hard, we make it look so easy. 2009. Continental Connection Flight 3407, bound from Newark, New Jersey, was heading for a landing in Buffalo, New York last night when the pilots noticed, quote, significant ice buildup on the windshield and on the front edge of the wings. Moments later, the 74-seat commuter plane knifed into this quiet, sprawling suburban neighborhood. 50 people died, everyone on board, and a man in his house. 2006 brought us a record 27 inches of snow in New York City. 1999, an impeached President Clinton is acquitted by the Senate and apologizes to America. And as he turns to leave the podium, reporter Sam Donaldson asks, In your heart, can you forgive and forget? I believe any person who asks for forgiveness has to be prepared to give it. It is the Morning News Roundup.
Hey, Brad Heller, next time we see the Nets at Barclays, fans will be allowed in. And last night, they really did look like the championship contender that we have been expecting. They did, Wayne. Good morning. The Nets were up by as many as 36 as they beat the Pacers last night, 104-94. They snapped the season-long three-game losing streak. Kyrie Irving led the way with 35 points. James Harden had a double-double. The Nets will open a five-game West Coast trip on Saturday in Golden State. After that, the Nets, like the Knicks, will have home games on the 23rd with fans. The Rangers will be at the Garden on the 24th, and that's a night that defenseman Adam Fox is looking forward to. Yeah, obviously that's good news. You know, we want fans in the building and, you know, want the fans to be able to watch us play live. So, uh, you know, it's definitely a step in the right direction. And uh, I think everyone's happy to have fans back and, you know, sure they're happy to, to come here and watch us. The Rangers were at the Garden last night, Wayne. They lost to the Bruins in overtime 3-2. to two. Hey, so the Dallas Mavericks did play the anthem for the first time this season. Yeah, the NBA stepped in. Even though owner Mark Cuban says he consulted with Commissioner Adam Silver, the league released a statement yesterday that said teams will play the anthem in keeping with the long-standing league policy, especially with fans starting to be allowed back in for games. So a recorded instrumental version was played for the Mavs and Hawks last night. Cuban told ESPN yesterday that he was never trying to cancel the anthem, that the original decision to not play it was based on ongoing conversations within the community. And the Mets, with a three-team deal involving the Royals and the Red Sox, they get outfield prospect Khalil Lee from Kansas City. And we are now up to date on sports. Thank you, Brad. On the Thursday morning news roundup, thanks for joining us. I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know this morning. The CDC is updating its mask recommendations, saying that wearing well-fitting masks, that's the key, well-fitting, or two at a time, can help curb the COVID pandemic. Two, Blunder Road is the post headline on the boss's bust down the shore at Sandy Hook, where Park Police saw him do a single shot at tequila offered to him by fans as he sat on his motorcycle back in November. Now, they stopped him as he drove away and charged him with DWI. The Asbury Park Press says he tested 0.02%, a quarter of the legal limit in New Jersey. Third thing to know, Uncle Sam wants into the ganja game. Senator Schumer of New York and Booker of New Jersey are now advocating for federal legalization of cannabis. Nick Kovacevic is an industry insider and the CEO of Kushko Holdings. Nick, good morning. Good morning. Most states, as we know, already have legal cannabis in some form. So why is federal approval even necessary? Yeah, it's still at the federal level. Cannabis is designated as a Schedule One drug, which is the worst possible designation. It's up there with heroin and LSD. Uh, Drugs like cocaine and meth are deemed Schedule II, which are deemed safer than marijuana. And so none of that makes any sense. Finally, the federal government is, is looking to take action, legalizing it and decriminalizing it nationally. And the companies like yours and anybody who's dealing with weed legally, uh, I guess there's a real problem with using banks because of the federal rules. Exactly. It's created a, a very tough environment for operators. And this is a once in a generation opportunity. Uh, you know, our company, we grew from basically you know, less than $5 million in sales to $150 million in sales in five years. All of these companies positioned to cater to this new market, it requires capital. And where do you get that capital if the banks aren't going to lend to you, if you can't get an SBA loan, if institutional investors won't invest because of the fear that they could get in trouble or that their you know, LPs will leave their fund? 
So it's been really tough because on one hand, you've got this great opportunity and, and this exceptional growth. Um, but on the other hand, companies are struggling to even find the capital to deploy, and you would never see that in any other growth industry. That will get fixed here as well. Um, companies will have access to banking. They'll also have access to listing on the major stock exchanges like the NYSE and the NASDAQ, uh, which will supercharge their ability to access capital and would supercharge their ability to grow and take advantage of this, like I said, once-in-generational market opportunity. People of color who have traditionally been uh, just so harmed by these war on drug laws. Is there some mechanism where, regardless of who is doing the growing and the selling and making the money off it, where there will be some money going back into those communities? Uh, yes. Uh, and that's one of the one of the big issues. Uh, my opinion and the opinion of most people in the industry is whatever does get done at the federal level is likely to include provisions for social equity and, and some of this. Um, social justice reform that's so desperately needed here in the country today. Nick Kovacevic, CEO of Kushko Holdings. Great name, by the way. Thank you so much, and appreciate you having me on. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.